because the angel of the Lord came to her. This morning, uh, we want to welcome you to our 2017 Christmas Eve service. And uh, if you are new here, actually for everyone in the room when you came in today, you received what we call a Welcome Home Connect card. And inside was our Christmas Eve uh, production little brochure. We want to make sure that you have an opportunity to take a look at that. But uh, our Connect card is an opportunity for you to let us know that you were here today. If you're new to City Church, we'd really love to just send you a little email and thank you for being with us today. And at the end of the service, there's an opportunity for you to say yes to respond to what we call next steps, to take your next step in God. And there's a tear-off portion in here, and, and you can just say you're making a decision or whatever your next step in God is today. We would encourage you to do that. The joy of Christmas is expressed in the sights, the sounds, the songs, the smells. Uh, in our neighborhood, neighbors exchanging candies and cakes, and many of the homes decorated so beautifully. You know, everywhere we go, there is the sense of joy. There's, there's this Christmas spirit. There's this Christmas, Christmas atmospheres from the malls to the stores to every place we seem to go. But, you know, not for, not for everyone today is it a season of joy. Some people in this time, they're, 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 they're not walking through a period of joy. Some people are experiencing death in their families. My wife and I visited the home of one of our church members who is at the very end of his life this very week. And in his home, there's a sense of sorrow. Some of you in 2017, you walked through a very painful time in a relationship or in a marriage. Maybe you experienced divorce. Some of you are struggling today with an addiction that's captivated your heart. It's robbed you with a sense of peace and joy that only God can bring. From personal struggles to political warfare today. Wars and rumors of wars and worldwide political instability. The Bible says that the people of this world are walking in darkness. Our world today cries. Our, our world today cries for a light. To light the pathway of love, of joy, of peace, and of hope. It's the cry of our generation. The gospel story, the story of Jesus' entrance into, the world, into this world, is the hope for you and I. It's actually told in Luke's gospel. We, we saw it in video just a few moments ago. But I want you to hear the story of Jesus' birth. And the Bible says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. They were terrified. But the Bible says, the, the angel of the Lord said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news. That will be great joy for all the people. Great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you, and you will find a baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company in the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. The joy, the declaration of joy that the Messiah had come into the world. All four Gospels talk about the life of Jesus. Only two of them specifically mention the birth of Jesus. The Gospel of Matthew, who was written for Jewish believers and the ancient Jewish world, simply, simply really focused on this fact that Mary, the mother of Jesus, 
carry the incarnate God. She, she would be this virgin child that the prophet Isaiah had prophesied 720 years ago would carry. Emmanuel, God with us. The Gospel of Mark never really talks about Jesus' birth. and never mentions it. It simply starts the story with a man by the name of John. John, who would be a declarer of the gospel of Jesus Christ to his world. Luke's gospel tells us about these wise men, about these shepherds that were out in the field that night. And the book of John simply declares that this Messiah that has come is the light of the world. The only one that can truly bring joy. You see, the cast of characters that tell the gospel story today, all had divine interruptions. Every single one of them were just living their lives, going about. Some of them were doing really good in their faith. As a matter of fact, the very first week we talked about a man by the name of Zechariah. He was a, a priest to the Jewish people, and he was doing his duty. It was once in a lifetime opportunity for him to serve in the temple. And there in the temple, an angel of the Lord, an angel of the Lord encounters him. And tells him that he and his wife would have a son. It seemed to be impossible. And we talked about a doubting faith. This impossibility that he and his wife, who being of old age, would have a child by the name of John. Couldn't believe it. He had a stumbling faith. The next week we talked about Mary, the the mother of Jesus, who would carry the Son of God, the joy and the hope of the world. When the angel of the Lord, she had an angel come and interrupt her world. She was about to be married to a man by the name of Joseph, but she had a divine interruption. And when the angel of the Lord came to her, she just simply believed. She had a believing faith. It was so simple, like a little child. Although she couldn't understand it, she just simply believed it was going to happen. Then we talked about John the Baptist. He was a declarer of the faith. He was the one that the prophet Malachi, Malachi had promised would come and make declaration. The Messiah, Emmanuel, God with us, has come. And then we had Joseph, the father of Jesus, who had an obedient faith. You see, the same angel that came to Mary came to Joseph in a dream. And the moment the angel told him what to do, Joseph, the Bible says, he got up and did it. He got up and did it. He just simply had an obedient faith. You see, our story today, it's the good news of Christmas, is that the only one the only one who's come into the world and will give his people great peace and great joy has come. See, Christmas joy today is God revealing his true light to all mankind. The gospel of John, who just simply declares that Jesus is the Messiah, the great I am, the only one who is the Savior of the world, simply says the true light, the true light that gives light to everyone is coming into the world. True light as opposed to false light. See, there are false lights. There are false Christs. There are people who, who have come who said that they're Messiah, but there was only one Messiah. Uh, there are false religions. There are people that believe in our culture and our generation that all pathways lead to God. God is God, and you can worship Him any way you choose. That's not what the Bible declares. Jesus simply declares, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. And whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus is the light of the world. He's the true light. He's not an ordinary light. He's not a common light. He's not a flashlight 
or bright light. He's the light. You know, no matter where you go in the world today, even in countries that don't acknowledge Christ as the Messiah, even in secular societies, they, they still have their tradition of Christmas. A couple of years ago, a friend of mine was in China, and he was telling me, he said, everywhere he, at Christmas time, he said, everywhere he went, in the malls and the stores, there, there were people wearing little Santa hats, and you could hear the songs of Christmas in English in China. He said, everywhere you go, everywhere you go around the world, people recognize this man who never had a college education, this man who was never voted into political office, this man who never ruled a military power, somehow, Somehow the simple carpenter from Nazareth, the man of Galilee, would change the course of human history. Somehow. Because he is the light and the hope and the joy for the whole world. But today there is no Christmas joy for those who have rejected this light. There is no Christmas joy for those who have rejected this light. Jesus said this, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. The heart of humanity, the heart of every single one of us in this room, what we recognize as believers in Christ today is that we weren't born good. No, no, no. We were born bad in need of a Savior. The Bible says that we were sinners from birth. There was only one sinless one. There was only one who was perfect in every way. His name was Jesus. He was the one who was born in Bethlehem in a cradle that night 2,000 years ago. He's come into the world. Our human heart, the propensity of our life is bent towards darkness. We can call ourselves good and we can paint ourselves good and we can put on perfume and cologne and dress ourselves real nice. But we get into the deep part of our heart. We really look inside. We recognize tonight that our heart, heart without God, needs a Savior. You know, I thought about this a lot this whole week. I thought about, why do people reject this simple message? I mean, if we could somehow put, peel aside all the noise and what people say. Just simply present the hope and the life that Jesus gives. Why do people reject him today? Well, some people reject them today because they, they don't believe. They just simply reject the reality that there is a God. Some people are apathetic today. I, I was thinking about a conversation that I heard this week. I, I, I was just list, over listening to some people, and this one individual turned to the other person. And he said, you know, I really don't care. I just don't care. He doesn't care that this Jesus is the Messiah. He doesn't care that Jesus is the hope of the world. He just doesn't really believe. Some people have rejected the truth of Jesus as the light of the world. is because when they've looked at people who are supposedly carriers of this light, people who call themselves by the name of Christ, they, they haven't always lived up to it. And so because of hypocrisy and the failure of those who've named the name of Christ, some have rejected him. Some people today are, are just deceived. Around the world today, people worship all kinds of deities and all kinds of gods and, Mankind has created all kinds of pathways. The Bible says that they've been deceived by the angel of light. He's a false light. And then some people today have just simply never heard the true story. The true story of the light who is the hope of the world. You see, here's what the Bible says. Here's what God says to all of us in this room. True light is the hope for the whole world. 
The Bible says, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. And whoever believes in Him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe stands condemned. The choice of life, hope, joy, peace, and the reality of no joy, no peace, no life, no hope. The Bible says that God gives you the ability to choose And he challenges you this day. Choose life. Choose the light of life. Christmas joy finally is found in believing in this light. John chapter 12 says, Believe in the light while you have the light so that you may become the children of God. And this is what happens. This is what happens when you put your hope and your faith and your trust in this life. When you believe. When you believe, the Bible declares that our lives are transformed. We're changed from the inside out. Not because of anything that we have done, but because of what He has done. The Bible says it like this, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, His own special people. You're God's special people today. You've been chosen by God. Every person at the sound of my voice, I believe today God says yes to you. God says yes to you. He's created you his own special people. If no one else has told you today or this week or this month or this year that they love you, God says, I love you. I love you. I love you. I have a special purpose, a calling and a mission for your life. The arms of God reach out to every person in this room. I choose you today. God loves us. You see, when we accept this light and we put our faith and we believe in him, he enables us to have true joy. This is what Jesus said. Jesus said, I've told you these things about who, I've do- who I am and what I've done so that you may be filled with joy. And yes, Your joy will overflow. God wants you today to be filled with joy. Joy is not based on circumstances. Joy is not based on a a temporal experience or, or just a little bit too much eggnog around the Christmas party at work. No, there's a joy. It's the peace of God, the Bible says, that passes all understanding. Through your dark time and through your good times, knowing that you are now a child of God. He's Emmanuel, God with us. He's always with us. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. See, this true light produces joy. Joy that only Jesus can give. Now, I know today there's a lot of darkness in our world. But here's the gospel. It's so simple. Here is the, the gospel just simply means good news. It's so simple today. You see, Bethlehem had to happen so that Golgotha could happen. The cradle had to take place so that the cross could happen. You see, the the story, the lower story is that you and I, we celebrate Christmas. But the higher story is that God began from the beginning of time, declaring that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word is God. And Jesus is that Word. And from the beginning of time, To the end of time, he shall be king of kings and lord of lords. The government shall rule upon his shoulder. 
You see, today, the joy of this Christmas, the simplicity of the gospel is this. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God loves you. God loves the world. He came to live with us so he could die for us. For God so loved the world, that's Bethlehem. That he gave his only son, that's the cross. That whoever believes in him might not perish, that's salvation. That we have eternal life, that's his resurrection. And that is the way that we can truly find joy. The joy of God. The joy of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, is the reason that we do Christmas Eve. It's the reason that in just a moment we're going to light a candle. I like to say, once you light the candle, everything else will be all right. We're lighting the candle of Jesus today. The fact is Jesus came for others. He came for the whole world, but he also came for you. He loves you today. So what? So what about you today? Where are you at? Where are you at in this relationship with God? Where are you at in your journey? Maybe you're, you're still walking in darkness. You, you have no sense of a, a real divine purpose. Why I'm on this planet. Maybe you're just kind of going through life and the motions. Maybe you've come to church for many years and Christmas Eve is a tradition in your family. But you truly don't know in your heart today that sense of joy and that peace that only Christ can give. I want you to close your eyes this morning. The Bible says, in him was life. He is life, abundant life. Not necessarily an easy life. Jesus never said, I, I come to give you an easy life. He said, I come to give you an abundant life. I come to call you to be more than conquerors, overcomers, victors. I've called you today by, by my name. I've chosen you to be a, a special people with a divine mandate to this world. To share my light. To share my love. You see, this morning, there are some in this room. Man, you, you, you've been around Jesus. You maybe know about Jesus, but you never given it all to Jesus. And he loves you today. And he's here for you today. And he wants you to welcome, he wants to welcome you home and his child. I can't even see the audience because the lights are so bright in my face right now. So what I'm going to do while every eye is closed and every, every head is bowed, I'm going to ask you today to raise your hand. If you know today your life isn't right with him. When I count to three in just a moment, I'm going to have you raise your hand. And then as a congregation, we're going to pray together. But if you're here today and you know you're far from him, you know that your life isn't right with him. On the count of three, I want you to raise your hand. One, two, three. Come on, in this room right now. Anyone in this room, hands up across this room. All across this room. Amen. Amen. Those of you that raised your hand today, Jesus loves you. I can't even see the audience, and I just know that there are some who said yes to Jesus today. This Christmas Eve, your life will never be the same again. Cares. He's with you. Everyone in this room, can we just say this prayer together? And if you raise your hand, even if you didn't raise your hand, but you know in your heart you're not right with him, 
When we say this prayer, I want you to really mean it. I want you to ask Jesus the joy of this Christmas, the true joy to come and to fill you with his light and with his love. Let's everyone pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you today that you came 2,000 years ago. I admit today that I've lived a life far from you. I admit today that I've been, I've, I've wronged, I've sinned, but I believe today that because of your love and your life, I can have a brand new start. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart, Jesus, you're the joy of Christmas. Come into my life today and help me to serve you, to live for you the rest of my days in your wonderful name. Amen.